now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. Today's program is going to be entitled America Under Siege, or it could be said America is under attack. And if you don't know by now that America is under attack, it's because you're blinded, blinded psychologically, blinded spiritually. America is under attack by very sinister forces that at the top of the proverbial pyramid structure, these very powerful forces, I'm talking about not middle-level management, I'm not talking about CEO-level management or planners or whatever, I'm talking about a hierarchical structure in which you and I don't get to see openly the individuals who are directing and coordinating America under attack. Now, if you think for one moment that all the very strange and bizarre situations that are happening in America and across the globe, if you think that these are just, you know, uh, random chance events, you better think again. There is something in the human mind that we are all prey to. It's a psychological principle, and just because it's a psychological principle doesn't mean that it's not a real principle. And many of you know what I'm talking about already. Some of you will learn about it on today's program. The psychological principle is this. The human mind, almost above all things, the human mind seeks to live in the status quo. The human mind, the individual, has been programmed, if you will, to always seek out the normal that they're used to, even if the normal that they're used to is totally abnormal. Individuals will gravitate to that abnormal because that's that's all they know. Therefore, that abnormal is their normal. Now, it's almost it's a little bit humorous here, but you, you understand what I'm talking about. So. Let's just say in terms of dysfunctional families, dysfunctional individuals, addictions, alcoholism, drug addiction, you know, the, the wide spectrum. How do people and families and generations after generations get locked into that? They get locked into it because that abnormality was their environment. That's all they know from the, the, the earliest ages. Diapers in before in the womb, when they heard the parents screaming and yelling at each other, and, and the baby's in the womb, but it can hear the vibrations, it can hear the, the sound, and it can sense the tension. So, from earliest childhood, that would be called that child's normal, even though it, in reality it's abnormal. So, the human mind is always maneuvering itself to find its status quo point, to find what is home to it, in the sense that it's looking for an environment that was the same as the environment that it always knew. And it will erect safeguards to keep a person or a nation or whatever within the confines, within the boundaries of that abnormal because that abnormal, once again, is their normal. Now, let's just put a comma there and 
step it up somewhat. If we step that up, we have to understand that you and I were educated in a school system, in a society via the media, the entertainment media, the news media, the, the, the governmental institutions, the educational system, uh, a large part of the religious world, and so on and so forth. You and I were, in a sense, programmed to look at the reality that's all around us and to perceive that reality in a pre-planned way. And therefore, most people in America and other nations are programmed not to think at a higher level in terms of analysis, perception, and understanding. They want to, what is more important to them on the subconscious level than finding the truth, the real truth, the deep truth, what's more important to them than finding out what the deep truth is, there are powerful subconscious drives in every individual. And so individuals automatically gravitate to return to the perception of the reality that they grew up in. And where there are artificial ceilings or walls that block a clear view of the deep reality, most people, not everybody, but most people will seek sameness. And this is an important principle. Most people will seek sameness. By that I mean they want things to be the same. And that's more important to them than whether or not that same, that normal, is abnormal, it's dysfunctional, it's crazy, it's totalitarian, it's nightmarish. Most people would, would uh, prefer that reality. Most people would prefer the negative reality because, in a sense, it's home to them in a kind of perverse way. It's home to them. You understand what I'm saying? It's home to them. And therefore, there's, this principle supersedes their desire for the truth, their desire and hunger to know what's really going on. What they want more than to know what's really going on what they want is for things to be the same, sameness, normal. So you, you, you see what I'm saying here. This is, it's imperative not to, to understand this because this is the reason why. This is the reason why that when you talk to people that you know and love and care about and you're trying to wake them up, you're trying to get them to see the truth, and you inevitably, while you're talking to them, and it could be over a period of years, inevitably you, you discover that they are shut down from your presentation of the truth. No matter how, how many facts you give them, statistics and documentation, in a sense they are married to, they are committed to, sameness above all things. They have to have things the same. because. This is the other psychological and, yes, spiritual principle that's connected to what I just told you, and that's this. Inside the, the inner part of a man or a woman or any person, there's this tremendous drive to want to find and, and to live and think and live in the world that they were taught to believe in, programmed to believe in, because that is what is comfortable to them 
That is what they're used to. And they will fight you tooth and nail with incredible stubbornness. You know what I'm talking about. You've talked to people, relatives, children, grandchildren, friends, associates. You've talked to them, and you have collided into this inner resistance. And you have perceived, like I have perceived, that their resistance is totally irrational. It doesn't make any sense on a logical uh, perspective. It makes no sense because they're clinging to a set of totally irrational beliefs. And you're scratching your head, and I'm scratching my head, and we're saying, why? Why are you stuck there? You know, as long as I've been talking to you, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, whatever it has been, why are you still stuck in that place? And this is the reason why. And once you understand this, this will set you free to operate on a higher level. And it's important that you operate on a higher level because that will give you the power and the strategic effectiveness you need to win the great spiritual battle that we're all in. So it goes something like this. You perceive, you know, you're saying, well, this person's like halfway intelligent. You know, they've got a brain. How come they don't get what I'm saying? It makes absolute logical sense. Here's, here's an example. You and I meet people all the time, especially people who, who are elevated in our society, who absolutely insist, even though their insistence is totally insane, totally irrational, totally non-logical, and totally non-scientific, they will insist that, quote, a baby growing in the womb is not a human being. A baby growing in the womb is not a human being. It's not human. It is a fetus. Now, that is an insane set of beliefs. You know that. I know that. But we talk to people for years who are stuck in that insanity. Why? Because no matter how many scientific facts you give them, first of all, on a logical basis as well as a scientific basis, it is absolutely absurd. It's absolutely crazy down to think for one moment that a baby growing in a mother's womb is not a human being. It's a fetus. And then it's been redefined so many times that, you know, we could be weeks before the birth and they'll still insist that the baby growing in the womb, you know, soon to be born, is not a baby, it's a fetus. And now we've come to the place, and this is beyond ra rational. This is total sociopathic insanity belief time. We now insist that even after the baby has been birthed from the woman's body, this baby that has come full birth, it's out of the mother's womb. It's, it's in the physical world now. And we will still insist, and I don't know how long, you know, uh, how many months have to go by, but we will still insist, or our society in many places will insist, that this fully grown baby that has been completely birthed is still not a baby. It's a fetus, which is another way of saying it's not a human. It's a non-human. Therefore, we can kill it. What's the big deal about abortion? You're not killing a baby. You're killing a fetus, which is a clever way of saying you're, you're killing a non-human being, a non-human. That is utter nonsense. You know it, and I know it, and anybody who has a pee for a brain knows that a baby is a baby, and it doesn't magically change into a fetus. And that doesn't get you off the hook for killing a human being. So what are we dealing with? We're, we're dealing with this 
subconscious, spiritual, non-rational resistance where the human being and societal leadership will insist that what is unreal is real and what is real is unreal. And see, that also is ground zero in the spiritual, in the great spiritual battle we're in right now. So, after years of debating people on these key issues, after years of giving people statistics, facts, and documentation, after years of observing people debate, let's say, the pro-life position against the, the pro-choice or pro-death position, after years of observing you know, these debates, I keep hearing people who are pro-life say uh, these words over and over again. I can't believe uh, that this person insists, without any facts at all, insists that a baby in the womb is not human, it's just a fetus. I can't believe it. And you hear that, you hear that from conservatives, people espousing conservative beliefs, Christians, pro-lifers, etc. You hear this mantra where they're always saying, I can't believe this and I can't believe that. Um, now, I would suggest to you, after watching this happen, watching this transpire for, for decades, that if you're still mouthing those words, I can't believe, and then you name the, the irrational, insane belief our society has adopted about anything, you're stuck. The, 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 the conservative culture, Christian culture, pro-life culture, or whatever, is stuck. It's stuck because it's fixated on being bewildered uh, about the irrationality and non-scientific viewpoints that are so closely held by so many people in our nation. And you hear it over and over again from big name uh, radio talk show hosts and media people and authors and everything else. But you know what? When when we're stuck in that quicksand of consciousness where the harder we struggle, the more we're sucked into the quicksand and eventually we'll die. When we're stuck in that quicksand of consciousness, we are in our own way, we are in our own way, stuck in the same psychological, spiritual position of the people that we're criticizing for being so irrational and rejecting science and rejecting do documentation and rejecting logic. We're baffled by their, their insanity. But you see, one could easily argue that we should be baffled by our own insanity. Because to say over and over again, decade after decade, the words that I can't believe that they believe this, I can't believe that they think a baby is a fetus, or whatever the moral issue is, or whatever the issue is, to be perpetually stuck in the conservative uh, quicksand is not on a moral level or a spiritual level, but merely on a, on a logical and rational level, that is equally as absurd as the viewpoint of the people that we are trying to wake up. You see, because we, we, are, we are moving in a perpetual 
circular motion. We are moving in a perpetual state of 360 degrees, a circle. So we're spinning round and round and round, uh, you know, echoing these statements of how we can't understand, how we can't believe. And it's time to break that 360 degree circle because that circular motion or momentum, this is what it does. It takes you nowhere. You expend energy, you expend time, you think you're making progress, and so you start to to go down the circle, but then you bend around the circle at around 180 degrees, and then you start coming back because you're going in a circular pattern, you're going back to where you were originally started. So all you're doing is going in a circle, and going in a circle doesn't implement societal transformation based on a biblical worldview. It doesn't allow the light of Jesus Christ to penetrate the darkness. So when the day is done, you would have to honestly say that many of us are stuck in our own way, just as much as the people we're baffled about. They're stuck in the realm of being married or committed to whatever they were programmed to believe is normal or reality or whatever. But but conservatives, etc., are stuck in a state of consciousness where they're simply not going anywhere. They're simply... S- echoing over and over again how baffled, how stunned, how perplexed they are that people think that way, which is a counterproductive, a counterproductive strategy. It doesn't work. So, so what has to happen within the conservative, the Christian culture, etc.? You have to have a, an immediate change in your perception, in your consciousness, in your thinking, and you have to end it. You have to end the paradigm of saying forever, It's like repeating yourself over and over and over again ad nauseum. You have to break that, and you have to begin to move forward. And you cannot move forward as long as you're going to cop out by saying, I cannot believe, I cannot believe. Well, for crying out loud, how many years is it going to take for you to observe the the absurd reality we live in? How many years is it going to take until you wake up and stop saying, or helping others say, I cannot believe, I cannot believe it. That means nothing. Why the heck don't you believe it? It's been evident before your eyes for your entire life. It's time to, it's time, if we want to change things for God, and we do, then we have to have a dramatic mind shift, a spiritual shift. This, this little mantra, you know, Eastern mystical people have a mantra called OM, OM. Om, you know, so they chant Om, and I know about this because I was in that world. I've written books on that world. Purpose of chanting Om is to em- empty your mind so you can achieve cosmic consciousness. So the idea is to let go of rational thinking and just chant Om. And that gives you a kind of mindlessness, which in their spiritual deception, which is supposed to prepare you for enlightenment. But of course it doesn't do that. It just it just keeps you stuck in in a word that they use, perfect nothingness. But you can have your perfect nothingness. I want nothing to do with it. Now but we have in the Christian conservative communities, we have our own mantra. 
which which helps us to achieve not a biblical worldview, but a kind of state of consciousness that could be characterized by Om or perfect nothingness. When we're saying over and over again the words, I can't believe this, I can't believe that, that's the same as chanting Om and entering a state of consciousness known as perfect nothingness. It's not going to make any transformation. It's not going to change things. It just empties your brain, and you're stuck in a circular pattern. Okay, now I want to step it up again, because if you don't keep stepping things up, you get stuck. And if you get stuck, whether you know it or not, you're dying. The minute you stop to grow, you're regressing. You're dying. So you're either growing and going forward, or you're regressing and going backwards. Now, so it should be obvious to you that, and people that you talk to by now, that when you see all of these uh, supposedly random chance, highly destructive events bombarding our society, it should become obvious to you by now that none of these things are accidental. They're not coincidental. All of these things indicate that there is the existence of some kind of massive, hierarchical, largely invisible structure that is planning, producing, and uh, firing, if you will, these science fiction-like, science fiction technology-like weapons of mass destruction at America, because they want to buckle America, because America is the last memory of a nation with a biblical worldview. So the globalist elite or the Luciferian elite want to destroy that. And so right now, we're in a period of time where we're in a great transition. They've, they've stomped their foot on the accelerator, so to speak, and they're burning rubber. America is in the process of burning rubber as it accelerates. Everything's going faster and faster and faster because they are working behind the scenes like puppet masters, controlling leaders, political leaders, prime ministers, economic systems, military systems, and they're bringing it into a state of maximum chaos for the purpose of total annihilation and total destruction. Why? Because according to their occult belief system, the way you bring in a new world order is order out of chaos. Order out of chaos, or the new world order out of chaos. So chaos, in their equation, is a necessary precursor to bringing in the new world order or the Great Reset. Now, when you present this information to people, there is still a significant percentage of people who are stuck, both in the Christian and conservative communities and in the secular and liberal communities, people are stuck and they'll say, I don't believe it. That's a conspiracy theory. I don't believe that's possible, and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter how many facts you have, documentation, they're not making their decision on what they believe based on a rational perception, logic, and reason. It's They're simply giving in to the subconscious impulse to gravitate towards their normal, what, what they're comfortable with, their home state of consciousness. Because if they dare to step out of that 
nor what they call a normal state of consciousness. They are frightened. This is the real problem. They are deep inside themselves. They are terrified that their reality is going to have to fall apart, and their most cherished beliefs, no matter how fictional, are going to collapse in on them, and they're frightened of that, because that will mean they'll have to look at reality for what it really is, and then they're going to have to, and there's really, see, the fear is an illusion generated by Satan to keep people trapped. They're going to have to face real reality and make choices and make changes. And part of those choices and changes is admitting you were wrong. Okay, so I think you, you, you get the general idea of, of what I'm presenting to you today on the Paul McGuire Report. So, we got to step it up again. Now, we're in a period of time where the acceleration is so great, and it's so global, and, and the events that are coming at us are, are so enormous that they're staggering. You add up all these mass extinction-level events. You add up the endless news reports of World War III and nuclear war and, and uh, biological warfare and chemical warfare and mass starvation and uh, societal collapse and um, you know, 5G technology and, and artificial, um, artificial diseases. and vaccinations that contain microscopic, um, self-evolving bots in them that grow. And what they grow into is not of human substance. And, and in many cases, it's not even of any known substance in our world or yet discovered in our universe. So you have this leap into the insane world of transhumanism the threat of artificial intelligence, and this goes on and on and on, and it's it's faster and faster and faster. Okay, so when you add together all these independent forces that are not randomly being generated, they're being generated by plan, when you add together all these different forces, what you see is a multiplication and a compounding of the energy force and the acceleration, which causes an enormous pressure to bear against the human mind and the soul. And it's not, this is not an easy time for people because it's hard to quantify this psychological pressure in verbal terms, but all of us are experiencing it to one degree or another. And so as this external psychological spiritual pressure intensifies, as we see the news reports, as we see things that we've never seen before or even heard of before materialize into our world, as that pressure mounts, it becomes harder and harder for millions and millions of people and billions and billions of people, not only in America, the European Union, and all of planet Earth, it becomes harder and harder for all these millions and billions of individuals to maintain their internal psychological resistance to opening up to the truth. In other words, the truth, unfortunately, the truth in this case is wrapped in a technology and science 
that's highly futuristic, and it's a technology and science birthed from great spiritual darkness. And this adds a compounding pressure on the walls and defense mechanisms in the human mind. Those defense mechanisms and walls in the human mind, the walls and defense mechanisms which keep people locked into their normal, no matter how abnormal their normal is, that keep them stuck in a paradigm that isn't supported by facts or science or logic or reason. It becomes increasingly more difficult to, to resist that pressure as the external pressure continues to accelerate and amplify with greater and greater intensity. So you, you, you see what I'm saying to you now is it's like being in a combustion chamber. There's this enormous pressure that is being placed on people's belief systems as, as they see these, these enormous societal, technological, scientific pressures in our nation and world. And simultaneously, because of the internet, because of the loss of power of the mainstream media and most of our educational institutions, etc., they are, because they have struck out so many times, because they have been on the wrong side of so many issues so many times, there's a collective loss of their credibility which means there's a collective loss over their, the power over the minds and hearts of the people. They are losing, and this, this should be a note of joy and optimism and victory. Every day that goes by, yes, there's this enormous pressure, but simultaneously all these massive institutions are losing their power to control people's minds and hearts. Their power and control grids and systems are eroding daily. And they can no longer keep people in lockstep, even though they're trying desperately to. It's slipping. And, and the walls that they've built to, to block out the light and to block out the truth, they're beginning to crack. They're beginning to fissure. And in the cracks and the fissures of these giant cerebral walls, there are now bursts and shafts of light, the light of the truth, biblical truth, the truth about God, the truth about the universe. It's breaking through all of the cracks in a global and national system that is beginning to crack. And truth is now filtering through at an unprecedented rate. Things that were hush-hush, you couldn't say, you couldn't talk about for decades and decades and decades, are now bubbling to the surface. Everywhere you look, if your eyes are open, everywhere you look, Truth is bubbling forth. I'll give you just one example out of many. Anybody with any brains knew that President John F. Kennedy was not killed by uh, Oswald. And then there's, there's logistical military reasons for that. So the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, the official story was a lie. It was brainwashing. Now, people who were critical thinkers could see right through it. The masses, who, who have been largely dummified, couldn't see right through it. But, you know, documentary film after documentary film, TV special after TV special, best-selling book after best-selling book, hammered home and examined the Kennedy assassination in Texas 
and began to try to expose it. And despite all the exposure, very little progress was made. I mean, some progress, but, but not enough. But let's talk about that false but firmly held belief, a belief in a delusion, a belief in illusion by millions of Americans. That they were locked into this false belief, and now it's cracking open. It's like the dams of water are being filled so high because of the rain that the dam walls are bulging, and there's going to be the breaking in the, of the dam and, and, and floods of great waters. I heard just a, a week ago, and, and the echo chamber of our media is forced to deal with it. An interview with, with the man who claimed to be the hired, highly trained assassin. This man claimed to be the highly trained assassin who fired the fatal bullet into President John F. Kennedy's skull in Texas. Now, this is the first time that the highest level possible source you could get, the actual gunman, has been able to come forth and give an incredibly airtight testimony as to who hired him to kill Kennedy, how he was trained to be an assassin on the highest levels. And, And when you hear his testimony, it rings true. This is no crackpot. This is the real deal. And they will try to, to demonize the man. They'll try to stop him from talking or whatever. But the, the constant bombardment of facts and truths that contradict the official story of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, it's reached the tipping point that you can only bury a lie for so long. Eventually, no matter how convincing the lie is, and how many people get killed off trying to expose the lie, eventually, given enough time, the lie and the true story will surface. So we're living in a time where we have been spoon-fed from childhood all these official lies, and people believe them. People still believe them. But the, the water is starting to flood over the top of the dam. The dam, which represents all the lies and the, the spiritual strongholds and the propaganda and the falsehoods erected in America to keep people from seeing the truth. And there are many events that I could name to you right now that I am intentionally not verbalizing the names of all these strange events and strange and yet very controversial events that happened in America during the last 30 years, 40 years, and stunned the nation, terrified the nation. But yet, in every single case, there were highly uh, suspicious questions. There were testimonies that didn't add up. And there were big question marks around all of these events. Now, I don't need to tell you what these events are, because you already know what I'm talking about. The same pressure that's coming down on the dam, 
and the water represents the, the collection of truths that is rising and increasing its pressure upon the dam. The dam is starting to crack open all over the place as the real official story starts to, to, to burst forth. The truth starts to burst forth. And America itself, this is very important, perhaps the most important thing that I will share with you on today's Paul McGuire report. Because, all, because of all the pressure that truth is bringing to bear on, like, the dams of lies, the, the lies can no longer be contained. There's too much truth, and the dam is cracking. And, and, and the, the dam is going to explode open and burst open because of the increased water pressure or the pressure of truth. And that water has the potential, has the potential of flooding our land with righteousness if God's people will leave Egypt and the lies of Egypt and start walking in the truth. The waters can be directed, because they're, they're waters of truth, the waters of truth can be directed to cause a major shift in the spiritual dynamic of America, which has largely been in the grips and still is in the grips of incredible high-level spiritual evil for at least the last 60 years, although that high-level spiritual evil goes back to the 1600s in America. And it began long before that. Spiritual evil I'm talking about is depicted in the book of Revelation, and it's known as Mystery Babylon. Now, the critical thing here is that we're at the tipping point. Because so much truth has been bursting forth. Because so many unexplainable events have, have happened to us that don't make any rational and logical sense in the medical field, biological field, every field, every power center of our society is being examined under increased scrutiny because too many lies are colliding into one another and the entire lie system is breaking. It's buckling. Any man or woman that has the Spirit of God in them, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, knows that what I'm saying is true. Because if you know the truth and the truth is in you, that truth is resonating right now to the truth that is resonating to you from my voice, because I am walking in the truth by will and by choice and by commitment. And the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of Truth, lives inside me. Therefore, as I speak these words to you, they're not just mere human empty words. The words that I speak to you resonate vibrationally with the spirit of truth. And anybody else who's walking in the truth, or walking in the light, or who has the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth inside of them, when you hear me or anybody else speaking the truth, you, because you're in the truth, you will automatically resonate with the truth coming out of others when they speak the truth, and to the degree they speak the truth. There's a whole lot of people in the evangelical Christian world, by the way, that you probably figured out by now, when they speak, they can speak about all kinds of Christian things, but there's no resonating of the truth. Why? You already know the answer. So what I'm telling you is not strange. You are resonating right now 
you are resonating with the truth. Why? Because the truth has a specific electromagnetic frequency. And those people that are walking in the truth can know in their inner man or inner woman, when they hear the truth, it resonates them, just like when they hear lies, the lie resonates in them. And that's just part of the power that we possess if we are to walk by faith in that truth. It's when we're resonating truth, the strongholds crumble. The strongholds crumble. Why do you think, why do you think that when Joshua was obey, obeying God and he was invading the land of Canaan and, and the Nephilim, Rephilim giants in the land of Canaan were fighting him off? And, he, and, and Joshua would go to city after city, and he would conquer the cities and take the cities away from the Nephilim and the Rephium and the giants. You know that story in the Old Testament. Why was it that in a number of cases, such as when God was giving Joshua military invasion instruction, instructions, when God was telling Joshua how to conquer the great city of Jericho, what did he tell Joshua in terms of a military strategy to conquer the giants, the Nephilim, and the Rephaim in the great city of Jericho? God told Joshua, you and the armies of the Lord with you are to march around the great city of Jericho seven times, but you are to have the worship leaders and the musicians and, you know, the people who blow the horns and the trumpets and, and play the musical instruments, you were to have the worship leaders march before your militarized army seven times as you circle around Jericho. The worship leaders should be leading the armies of God, blowing their trumpets, worshiping the Lord, the Most High God, with loud music. And so, when Joshua had circled the, the city of Jericho seven times, obeying the Lord by putting the worship leaders, worshiping loudly the Lord Most High God, when they came to the place where they had circled Jericho seven times, the worship leaders, there was a crescendo and a blast of worship music. And without any physical military engagement, the worship leaders, in obedience to God, worshiping God, after seven times circling Jericho, the walls of Jericho crumbled, disintegrated, before the very eyes of, of Joshua, before the eyes of the children of God and the armies of God, and the walls of Jericho disintegrated in the eyes of the giants, the Nephilim, the Rephaim, and all who experienced it. There was a vibrational force, and it was the vibration of the throne room of God. As they obeyed God and worshipped God, the vibration from their worship, because they were worshipping in the throne room of God and released the power of God on earth, and the, wall, the, the great walls of Jericho crumbled to pieces, and Joshua took the land of Jericho and took almost every part of Canaan. Every part of Canaan, the Nephilim, the Rephaim, the giants, were taken because Joshua did not presume to know the military strategy. 
He wasn't copying pagan or earthly military strategies. He was listening to the Lord, his God. He obeyed God. He put the worship leaders first. And when they marched around Jericho seven times, on the seventh time around, the walls of Jericho collapsed as they heard the worship leaders worshiping God with trumpets and all kinds of musical instruments. Wow, man, that should blow your mind. It blows my mind. The infinite, absolute, non-stoppable power of God is just as available to us today as it was to Jericho when Joshua invaded it. Joshua had at his disposal the same supernatural power that we have at our disposal today. Through false teaching, through, through, through biblical teaching based on unbelief versus biblical teaching based on faith, we have empowered a counterfeit Christian spiritual environment, which is largely weak and powerless in fighting the Nephilim, Rephaim giants of our time. And yet, any moment, at least in, in this time period that I'm talking about, like now, N-O-W, at this time period that I'm talking about, God and I don't know how long his invitation will be extended. Let us not presume that God's invitation to us based on grace is a forever option. We don't know when he may pull the plug. But at this moment, we have the divine opportunity of seeking the face of God, of coming boldly into the throne room of grace, and calling upon the power of God, interceding for the release of God's power. And God will send his power and send his truth. The dunamis dynamite power of God can be and should be being poured out all over America, and that should be accompanied by a divine shaking in the invisible realm. In fact, the very geographical land of America, its cities, should be vibrating under our souls as the intensity of God's power moves in closer and closer and closer to rule and reign over the land through the lives and the worship of his people. We are in that time, but God forbid that we would fail to recognize our time and fail to recognize our divine opportunity. That opportunity is now, and the Lord, the Most High God, is saying to each one of us, Rise! Rise in the power of the Holy Spirit. Rise in my anointing. Rise in the authority of my word. And take back the land, saith the Lord. Take back the land. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us. We will be back in just a moment. You are listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. This message, we need your help in getting this message out as fast as possible. Because the clock is running out. And I need you to ask the Lord sincerely in prayer. Go before the Lord and ask the Lord, what would he have you give to this ministry in terms of a contribution or donation? And whatever the Lord speaks to your heart, I'm asking you to obey the Lord. I'm not asking you to obey me. I'm asking you to obey the Lord. Whatever the Lord tells you to give, then be obedient and give. It takes financial resources to maintain a ministry of any size and to also win the spiritual war. And then join us as a prayer warrior and stand with us as we fight things like rigging and censorship. This is not my war. This is our war. It's the Lord's war, and it's a spiritual war. So we're either with the Lord, 
walking with the Lord in, in his truth? Or, or were we rebelling against the Lord? And to the degree that you and I are willing to walk in the truth and walk in the Lord, it is to that degree we will see the power of God released on our nation, released on our lives, released on our families, released on ourselves, and released into every battlefield, spiritual battlefield in America and around the world. It's a simple truth, but it is a dynamic biblical truth. So I ask you to stand with me and make a donation to Paul McGuire Ministries care of Paradise Mountain Church International. Stand with me so that we can spread this message. It only takes a remnant, a percentage that have been touched by the power of God and the truth of his word to transform the direction or endgame of a nation. So let's stand together and do what God has called us to do. That's why we're here, by the way. Okay, so if we're going to look at what's coming next in America and around the world, we know what's coming next. And what's coming next is, it's all, the elite always like use the predictive programming principle where they will, they will tell you what they're going to do before they do it. And I explain this in my book, uh, A Prophecy of the Future of America. And they have told us through movies, through videos, there's some big Obama special about like the end of society, biological warfare, and all that stuff. It's predictive programming. It's predictive programming. It's designed to prepare people for what they have in mind. And what they have in mind, by the way, if you haven't figured it out by now, is evil. It's not good. So you can expect uh, the resurgence of some other man-made disease. You can expect the, the simultaneous promotion of uh, a vax of some kind. And they understand that they, they use those two things as social transformation mechanisms to, to force and psychologically bully uh, the American people into joining their new world order or great reset. You have to understand, this is not a fiction. This is a fact that I'm communicating to you, and it needs to be communicated as fast as possible to as many people as possible. They have written in their speeches, their books, their documentation, if you observe their lives and everything else, there's a constant stream of information. That's why one of the purposes of this ministry is I try to decode that, help you decode that information. For example, there have been reports that just came out that they are developing a vaccination. They say, they say they've developed it. I don't know if that's true or not. Let's just say they've either they're they're in the process of developing it, and potentially they may have developed it to whatever degree. And what I'm talking about is they're claiming to be in the process of developing a wireless vaccination and a vaccination that can be given through 5G electromagnetic frequencies where you don't have to inject somebody with a, a, a needle and you don't have to jab somebody uh, to inject them with <clears throat> a vaccination. They are claiming that they can vaccinate people through 
5G technology and electromagnetic frequencies. Now, before you go running off telling everybody that, know your facts. Because I guarantee you, you will be laughed at, mocked at, and if you're not ready for it, you're going to be knocked out. You will be taken down in any social environment you go. I, I would be viciously attacked. Um, so you need to be strategic in how you talk to people, when you talk to people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But this truth is emerging, and it's something that I pointed out in my books, which are all available for you now at paulmcguire.us at a discount. You, know, you can get somebody a Starbucks gift certificate, great. That's not going to help them. My books will help them. My books have the seed of eternal life in them, because I have the Word of God in my books. Or you can get them a Starbucks you know, gift certificate or some other gift certificate from a giant secular company whose corporate logo includes all kinds of occult symbols. You know, this is what gets me. I say to people, ask the Lord what you should give, and then do whatever he tells you to do. And you are free to do whatever you want to do, and you're going to do whatever you want to do anyway. But it's, it's always amazing to me that this ministry stands for Jesus Christ, is unapologetic about the Word of God, the prophetic Word of God, and Jesus Christ, boldly. That's our logo. Jesus Christ, the cross of Christ. And yet people will pray, God, show me, do you want me to give to a Christian ministry that's really preaching the gospel and the hard truth? Or should I get the gift certificate at, at um, Starbucks, which has a lady on all of its coffee cups? That lady is an occult symbol. That lady is... Uh, Babylon. It comes from Nimrod's wife, Isis. So there's a big, fat, stinking corporate logo on the gift certificate at, at Starbucks that represents Isis, the queen of Babylon. An, an occult message. And, and, and Christians are going to spend millions of dollars in you know, Starbucks gift uh, cards. Well, that's great. But you're financing Babylon, the Queen of Babylon, because it's not a tiny part. That's a giant part of their logo. It is their logo. And I can name so many other companies that Christians spend their money on. Why not invest your money on something that could bring eternal life to somebody? I'm not going to do a show on it now, but I could. I mentioned it in my books. The amount of companies that you do business with that blatantly have an occultic, hardcore occultic logo on their brand and brand names would blow your mind. And Christians think nothing of spending all their money in that, which is a way of saying, we vote for your message. We vote for that spirit to control America. Why not vote for Jesus Christ? And the way you vote for Jesus Christ, because he doesn't personally need anybody, <laughs> is you finance people and ministries that are on the line for Jesus Christ. And thank all of you from the bottom of my heart that have been faithful to do that, and I thank all of you that are going to do that in the future. But it's always simply obey what the Lord tells you to do. I built my life on this principle. And I know you, don't, you will never hear me going around talking about it, like the specifics of it because I don't want it to be misconstrued as spiritual bragging or something like that. Okay, so we know there's going to be a resurgence of these epidemics because they're man-made epidemics. 
We also know that information is coming out that the, that the primary intention, allegedly, of the 5G system was first it was designed to be a weapon. Now think about that. First, 5G was designed to be a weapon. Secondly, or thirdly, 5G was uh, to be used as an uh, uh, information, uh, internet, Wi-Fi type transmitter. But its first purpose was it was designed to be a weapon. And I've talked to you about it. You can see that in my, my programs and stuff, like the program I did on the Havana Syndrome, where American diplomats were being given deadly diseases and dying off because the enemy was using 5G electromagnetic frequencies to give them cancer from, from a far distance away from uh, the diplomatic offices. So it's a kill. It's a kill beam. If, if, if you want to use it like that, it's a kill beam. And you can't debate that. All you can do is research it. Now the documentation's there, but you can't force somebody to believe the documentation, and you can't force somebody to believe the truth. But you can expect, you see, there are a lot of things going on right now that it's because people have been dumbed down, and I've tried to educate people as best I can in my books. For example, we can expect a steady increase of freak weather, massive storms, massive heat waves, rains, earthquakes, tsunamis. The whole cycle. These are not man-made freak weather cycles. These freak weather cycles are being generated by uh, the same 5G bandwidth and the same 5G EMF frequencies that can do all the other stuff. And this technology began being used in 1947. So, also... Some of these major earthquakes that you've seen, and I'm refraining from naming certain ones, but I, but I, well, I'm going to have to be careful here. Let's just put it this way: 5G technology can trigger an under Earth, under the Earth earthquake. It can trigger a tsunami, because a tsunami is an earthquake out in the ocean, relatively near the shoreline, which, when the earthquake goes off and it can be triggered by 5G technology, the earthquake hits the ocean, and there's this massive wall of water that floods a city or, or part of a nation. You have to understand these things. You can change the mind state, the mental state, the mood state. You can, you can give out depression, anxiety, oppression, thoughts of suicide, violent thoughts, euphoric thoughts, ADD brain waves. All of that can be generated through the electromagnetic frequencies of a 5G cell tower. That is not science fiction. That is not paranoia. That's fact. F-A-C-T. Fact. Done deal. Deal with it. I'm not going to defend my position. It's in my books. I have tons of documentation. And I'm not the only one talking about this. A lot of people, thank God, are increasing numbers are talking about this, which is causing us to arrive at this great tipping point in America where potentially there could be a massive shift in consciousness, a massive tipping point, if enough people begin to, to notice the truth, the stuff that I'm talking about, and say, wait a minute here, something really, really strange is going on. And they move in their consciousness from 
disbelief and rejection of the truth. They move in their consciousness to believing in the truth, believing in God, and accepting the truth. We're at a tipping point where it is potentially possible that there could be a great sea change in, in, in the consciousness of the people of America, because now for the first time in their lives, it's being shoved violently in their faces by a globalist elite, which they know is lying to them. Look at all the middle class and working class people who were hurt financially, who lost their businesses, and on and on and on because of the Great Reset. Notice that all the big corporations and the globalist corporations and the international banking institutions, etc., they all got bailed out. They were all made whole. Their businesses were protected artificially. Whereas the middle class, the working class, the, the upper middle class business owner, small business owners, even people with 500 employees, they got passed by in all these bailouts intentionally because you understand they want a uniform workforce. They want everybody working for the pyramid. They want total control. When you, you say, I don't believe it, you don't have to believe it. Just look at a communist nation. Communist, socialist, Marxist nations are all based on this satanic pyramid principle. That's why the people have no, no, there's no, con, you know, America, the American dream was once alive and well. It can be recaptured, but it's going to take a fight. The elite are not going to give up their, their theft. Okay? They're stealing from the middle class and working class. They're looting you blind. You notice when you look at the internet, you see all these uh, portable homes that are being sold. And the portable homes are redesigned from like trailer trucks, you know, the large trucks on our freeways that carry commerce, the large trucks that uh, the the cargo container uh, trucks and the cargo containers, you know, are stacked like really high on these massive ships. Uh, that are docked in uh, Long Beach and up and down the coast of uh, Southern California. You know, you drive down there and you see all these trains carrying cargo containers and and companies called Costco. It's not the Costco in America. It's the Chinese. Every Chinese corporation is owned and controlled by the Chinese government and the Chinese military. Do you understand that? Okay, good. So, So you see there's been on all the social media, Massive amounts of ads, video ads, that show you relatively nice-looking homes that are small, but they're very modern. They're always, you know, by a lovely stream or ocean view. They're always located in palatial environments. And they, you know, I think they started around $30,000, and they're nice-looking homes for $30,000. I'm not knocking anybody who wants to take advantage um, of that kind of uh, deal. But you need to look at the deal in context of the bigger picture. If you get the home, and these are, you know, again, they're attractive homes. They're designed to be attractive. The key question, they say in real estate, location is everything. So the same thing would apply to these 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 homes that are like portable homes, except you can just leave them somewhere. These portable homes, the big real estate question comes up, location, location, location. So if you 
get together the money and you spend 30000 to 40000 to 60000 or whatever to buy one of these portable, ultra-modern homes, where is it going to be located? If all your neighbors are, are like gangbanger types and, and people, you know, criminal types and stuff like that, you may have a nice home, but you're going to be in a neighborhood that's packed with drugs, crime, gangs, and everything else. Okay? Or if, if in the zoning, they put the, these homes too close together, well, you might as well be living in an apartment. If, if they're sandwiched together, you might as well be living in an apartment. Okay, the advertising pictures show you the beautiful views. Well, most homes don't have a beautiful view in any kind of home. So to get, you're, you're, you're being sold because you like the ambiance of these portable homes. Well, what's your guarantee legally that you're going to get a view and that they're not going to sell additional homes that will block your view? So there's a lot of questions. The other thing that you need to be, pay attention to, there, I believe there's some American companies making these. A lot of them, if you look carefully, are owned and made by Chinese companies. And remember, all companies coming from communist China are ultimately owned by the military, okay? So, so now think about this. The Great Reset is all about selling you on the lie that smaller is better, that you need to give up, you know, palatial home to save the environment. Oh, you need to give up your, what am I talking about, palatial home? You need to give up what used to be a nice lower middle class home or a nice middle class home. That, that dream you need to give up because it's selfish. And you need to get yourself a portable home. This fits right in with the Great Reset programming. Okay, you're helping the environment, blah, 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 blah. But if they're being made in communist China, you need to keep your eyes open. So on one hand, it potentially is offering you an opportunity to get a home that's nice and potentially, potentially in an environment that's nice. But you really have to have your eyes open and check out the company if you were to buy one of these homes. You really need to check it out. Because anybody can put together a very, very appealing brochure. And I've seen very appealing ads for these homes. I mean, uh, Elon Musk was building these homes. I don't know if he still is, or he was subcontracting them out. But um, he, he was, for promotional purposes primarily living in one, or you can attach two or three of these homes together, and it could be a, multi-sto- a multi-story home with l- a lot of interior space. It, so, so you have to understand that the people that are behind the Great Reset are behind building and selling you these homes, because you can predict that another thing that's coming is a sh- big shakeup in the real estate market a big shakeup in the financial market. And when that happens, people are going to be looking for exit strategies. Well, there's nothing wrong with looking for an exit strategy, but keep your eyes open. Do your homework regarding uh, these portable homes. Because again, with real estate, location, location, location. Location is everything. Who are your neighbors going to be? What kind of a community is it near? I mean, I could see them uh, building these homes all over inner LA. Well, you're you're building them next to giant office buildings where people commute to uh, very uh, 
upper class, upper middle class suburbs. But you're also, if you're going to build these homes near the ghetto, I don't want to name the, the bodily functions that are heaped on the, on the sidewalks and streets of inner Los Angeles. Let's just say number one, number two, and other stuff all over the place, and it stinks to high heaven. Well, you could have a lovely mobile home with other lovely mobile homes, but if you're even a block away from, you know, really dangerous criminal-type things and and disease outbreaks and people going to the bathroom on the sidewalk and the street, your lovely home is not going to be lovely. I'm not trying to shut a door, but you just have to do your homework. You can't, you can't allow yourself to be sucker-punched. But see, this is the Great Reset. Remember what Klaus Schwab, the head of the Great Reset, said. You will own absolutely nothing, and you'll never be happier in your whole life. Now, by the way, once again, as I say it in all my books, this is the classic sales pitch of communism, Marxism, and socialism. You will own absolutely nothing. The government will own everything. But you'll never be happier in your life. How could you be happier, never be happier in your life if you own nothing? Are the elite going to own nothing? No, they've never owned more. And they're projected to own more and more and more. So there's a big contradiction here. The globalist elite, the super wealthy, et cetera, et cetera, they will own everything. Yeah, you will own nothing. But the globalist elite will own everything. The 1% already own the 99% that everybody else should be owning. They stole it from you by manipulation of interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a, it's a scheme. It's a scheme, the same scheme communism used. Communism came into a nation, promised heaven on earth, equal everything, paradise on earth, which is basically the same selling point that the Great Reset is using. And within a matter of weeks and in a year, there were violent revolutions in the streets of the communist Marxist countries. Hundreds of millions of people were slaughtered, shot to death, starved to death. People were living in total poverty, working at slave labor wages. The only thing that was true about the promise of communist revolutions and Marxist revolutions, what was true was the first part. You will own absolutely nothing. Yeah, they told you the truth, but you didn't pay attention to the second part of their promise. And you will never be happier in your life. That was a flat-out lie. The people who lived through communist Marxist revolutions were never more miserable in their whole lives, and they still are. And yet, the globalist elite behind the scenes is secretly working overtime to radically transform America into a communist, Marxist, globalist-style, big George Orwell, big brother totalitarian regime. By stealth, they're carrying out a brutal communist revolution under the promise, the delusion, the lie that you'll never be happier in your whole life. No, that's a lie, fool. You'll never be unhappier in your whole life. And you will weep tears of bitterness that will never stop your body from convulsing in tears. Tears of bitterness, regret, and sorrow because you didn't listen to the warning when the handwriting was on the wall. And I'm telling you, I am one among many who is the handwriting on the wall for you. It's right in front of your face. See it, read it, beware, and be proactive. The handwriting is on the wall, but it's not a it's not a fatalistic warning. It's not a give up hope warning. It's a it's a warning that if you will turn to God and wake up 
You can turn it around. You can turn it around. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. That's what the, this is the message I'm desperately trying to give out. But I can't do it without you watching my back because guess what? I'm watching your back. This is the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Mm-hmm.